Hello, this is Master Jati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. This is podcast 98, Death, the Awakening. This is a condensed version of an EI Mastery talk uh, that I did on death. You can get the full version, the complete version, including um, the full-length uh, meta-healing on our website, masajati.com. This is an interesting topic. It is on death. I'm going to go ahead and read <clears throat> read the intro for you, and then um, it seems like there's a lot of new people as I scan the group. So, uh, as I as we talk about the subjects of death, whatever I talk about uh, from exponential intelligence, some some from my experiences, uh, but again, most of what I say or talk about, about 95% really comes from exponential intelligence. Okay? Uh, it's that database, the universal database that I tap into to get my answers. Whether I'm tapping into you, uh, if you give me a question, uh, I find the answers through EI. Uh, as a note, none of the questions uh, I've reviewed, I like to keep them fresh that way because everything's in real time. Right. Exponential intelligence is always in real time. So uh, if I say re review the questions, uh, then the answers come to me automatically, and then it's not as fresh. So with that being said, uh, nothing's rehearsed, nothing's really written uh, in 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 a, in preparation. Okay? So I might be a little choppy here and there. It's not it's not that I'm channeled, by the way. Okay? Uh, that knowledge just becomes part of me. Just like you, you have a knowledge, right? It's just it is just you, right? It's just something that is. Uh, again, living in that blue space, universal database, it's just something that is. Very different, by the way, than channeling or uh, other sources of receiving information. Okay. Some of you might have been wondering that. So let's go ahead, take a deep breath in, just noticing where you are, noticing your environment, noticing your situation around you. And if you want to go through and go deeper, go ahead. On your own. We'll start out, uh, again, this, <clears throat> this EI Mastery Talk is on death. Death is not the opposite of life, but a part of it. Haruki... Marakumi, hope I pronounced his name right. Beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, saying there. Uh, actually, I really started to learn how to live life after my near death. Uh, and mind you, I've had two real near death experiences, uh, and then let's just say a lot of close calls. So, uh, and you always appreciate life a lot more after those close calls. Uh, death is a topic that elicits some of the most powerful emotions in the human experience. Death is a significant point in the life cycle of every living creature on this planet. Yet many of us are afraid of the unavoidable finality to this lifetime. Many societies have attached negative emotions to death. However, the crossing of our spirit can be the most illustrious and glorious space uh, we will ever encounter. If you've ever heard me talk of death, whether it's your, uh, not yours, but uh, a loved one, or, or you've seen somebody die, 
uh, or you know somebody dying, right? It's always in today's society uh, not the happiest time. Okay? Uh, but in a in a spirit's reality, it is or should be one of the happiest times. In some cultures, they actually celebrate that. Part one is the big picture. Again, these are questions called from you guys, uh, from uh, from uh, any you know, from emails uh, that we've gotten on death. And then part two, uh, deeper understanding and practical application. Uh, and then part three, uh, wrapping it all up. Okay, just a summary. So uh, let's just jump right in. There seems to be many different things that can happen to us after we die. Is there a general rule of thumb of what is supposed to happen? Is reincarnation the process for most spirits? Okay. So a couple questions there. There seems to be many different things that can happen to us after we die. Yes, there is. And it's really on dependent on how awakened you are. In fact, uh, whatever happens to you in this lifetime is dependent on how awakened you are. Okay, so let me kind of go through the process of why we're here in, a, in physical existence anyway, right? If we're brilliant beings, then why did we come down? Most of us think, well, it's testing, it's, it's karma and all that stuff. It's really not. Okay? The reason why we come here, we die, and then we go back to spirit world. Uh, again, we, we, we come from a perfect, a perfect state. Okay? There's nothing to learn at that level. There's nothing to ascend at that level. Okay. However, there are more perfect states uh, well above, right? Till you reach, say, that brilliance or that one source, pure source. Okay. So in order for us to ascend higher to that space, uh, we use, we use uh, this physical form, this physical reality, okay, uh, to help us catapult to those higher levels. Right? So that's the way, say, that life cycle. Right? And I'm not talking your physical life cycle here, but your spiritual life cycle. Right? This is just a path, uh, again, always. Your only purpose, no matter what it is, guys, no matter uh, if you're here physical or if you're on the spirit side, is to connect to pure source even stronger. Okay? Uh, eventually, as time ends, okay? Uh, we'll all be awakened to the level so we can understand pure source uh, at its highest or most brilliant aspect. Uh, to maintain being so close to that brilliance, you really have to, say, work your way to it. Because uh, if you don't, if you're just brought into that level, and I've been there, it, it would totally destroy you. Right? So that's, say, the ascension process. Okay. So that's the reason why, or what we do, what we do here. Okay. That's why we're here on Earth. Okay. Uh, another way of putting it is to, say, come in here okay, knowing full well that we are brilliant beings right, without being dumbed down into, say, a physical density like our body. So coming here in full knowledge right, without a physical body and walking the Earth heaven on earth and then as we cross over if we knew to cross over we necessarily don't have to I mean there's different realities uh, we can uh, again ascend from this level where we are because we don't have that human body or the physicalness 
uh, encumbering us. So there, that's what's supposed to happen. Um, as every life goes by, we're supposed to say enlighten, right? learn and expand, so we can ascend to those higher realms. Uh, unfortunately, uh, what happens is that we get so enamored with the reality here, we think it is so, so real here, uh, that when we die, whether, whether it's a natural death or accident, most of us, well, when we die, we take, say, a memory of it, okay? Uh, a memory of our life. We, we take it over to the other side. And then we live, either live from that space if we're uh, awakened, which is totally fine, right? We're still ascended higher. But again, most of us, we don't we still take those bits of, say, humanness into the other side, and that's what distorts us. So when we come back down, uh, we're not as pure anymore. So lifetime after lifetime, we get distorted more and more and more, yeah, unless you get awakened somehow. So that's what's supposed to happen. Okay. Uh, is uh, is reincarnation the process for most spirits? Yes, most spirits do want to come back. It's not a. It's not you know in 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 some knowledge or some uh, literature you know uh, you know being here is a sin or being here means like you didn't learn enough. Being here, uh, it's really not. It's actually an honor to be here. It's an honor to be here because you are so brilliant or you're so awakened at such a level that you can create, say, density. Right? You can create human form. You're not wispy things. You're not uh, uh, no time, no space. Right? We can create massive or beautiful buildings, technology, and so on. It takes a lot of, say, creative uh, abilities or knowledge, obviously, from spirit side, to create that much density. Uh, look at that technology that we have. Amazing. And it's not even, say, the tip of the iceberg, that technology that we have. Okay? Uh, as we get closer and closer, uh, as we awaken more and more, or that veil, or that density between uh, our real self, our spirit self, uh, compared to our physical self, uh, thins. Right? The technology, or the knowledge that we have up there, okay? can be used in physical form here. So, uh, again, technology here is just the tip of the iceberg. Is there a process we go through as spirits as we die and then reincarnate? Uh, how long are we in spirit form after death? So is there a process we go through as spirits uh, as we go, as we die, and then reincarnate? Yes, there is a process that you go through. Most of the time you hear it as a tunnel of light. Okay? Uh, initially... You know, you're welcomed by your loved ones, so on. Or even before you die, your loved ones can come down and, like, hang out with you. In fact, I think that's what really happened to my mom uh, when, I, when uh, she, she passed away. She always kept asking, what time is it? What time is it? It's like, um, it's like uh, her loved ones said, hey, you know, you're going to die at so-and-so. And she was excited. You, you, she was just like waiting for something to happen, and she just wanted to get out of where she was. It was that, to say, brilliant for her, right? Uh, although she was in the hospital. Um, uh, anyway, that time, 
came. She crossed over uh, rather quickly. So, so that first space again, that first level is 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 a, your loved ones coming through, uh, and then there's 13 different layers in that tunnel that you go through. Okay, so it's, so it's kind of a processing system, uh, and then after you go through that last layer, you transcend into say that heavenly space, uh, and again you shoot up to say the level that you can or want to. So on that level you can do anything that you need to or want to. You know, you can go skiing, snowboarding, golfing, whatever that you wanted to do here. It's just on the other side. And since it's timeless, you can do it forever. And uh, and there's no distortion. Uh, you can go even even higher than that. You can go into, say, spaces where there is no time and space. You can go into uh, realities where time and space are different. So it's really up to you. You can go into realities, uh, come back as um, like an alien or whatever. You know, different realities there. Um, but the process is, is, say, those 13 layers. Some of the other layers in that process is uh, life review that I went through. Okay, uh, probably like the third, fourth, fifth layer. Uh, the, the the second layer, again, I don't know all the layers. Uh, I believe that it just seems to be like 13. I can count them. Uh, I never really say, spent that much time, you know, going, okay, what's the first layer? You know, uh, introduction. Second layer, it just seems like <sighs> you're waking to the point that any illnesses or anything that you have, okay, that you had here, uh, they, whether you call them, say, helpers or, you know, like nurses or whatever, uh, they start to awaken you to the point. So basically you start to heal yourself from the illnesses or situations or distortion that you had, okay? Um, from what I'm seeing. You still learn, uh, and then you go to the third, fourth. Uh, the fourth layer seems, or fifth layer actually, seems to be, where you review your life. Uh, and again, it's not a life review where, you know, you did this good, uh, this good, this bad, you know, and then at the end you get a mark and you either go up and down, right? The life review is really to help you, again, heal yourself. It's really a, a process of clarification uh, as you go higher and higher and higher. And eventually you're at a level where you can ascend into that space without being distorted because, again, it's so brilliant even at uh, you know, even as you say exit, uh, say that tunnel of light. Okay. So um, uh, again, that life review is there for you to awaken uh, and for you to say realize that anything that you went through was not a mistake. Uh, it's just a glorious time, right? just like I did. You go through it, and it's like wow, that was the most beautiful life I've had with no mistakes, no I should have or I could have or anything like that. Uh, again, it's Clean the slate so you learn to help go higher. So, uh, when we die, uh, oh, how long are we in spirit form after death? It's really up to you. Uh, I've seen people where you know I've helped them cross over because they've been sickly or you know their life has been too devastated, you know, by drugs or whatever uh, mutilation or whatever it might be. So, so what they do is they become really brilliant here with my help, okay? uh, and then I help them cross over. Uh, and then it's a quick, quick death. 
it's a quick death. They cross over, uh, and then um, obviously I've you know been around since like 2013 doing this, so not too long of a time. But uh, there are say children uh, who have come back from from you know in, uh, who who've born back into their family, and those individuals uh, feel like well, the person that crossed over. So in fact, I've um, you know, seen that happen, uh, where I go, oh, they're going to cross over, and then somebody's going to have a kid about a year or so later. So, so that length of time is really not, uh, you know, it's it's not subject to anything. You can you can uh, stay there as short uh, or as long uh, as you want in that spirit space. Um, when I look at your life, when I look at your lifetimes that's gone back, uh, I can see how often you come. You've come, uh, and then with each uh, each lifetime that you come, some individuals have a neat little cycle. It's clearly uh, it's nice little intervals, right? You you tend to come in in certain intervals for some reason. Some people they're really sporadic. You know they come in, uh, you know a few lifetimes, and then there's just a blank for a while where they haven't come into physical form, whether it's this realm, this reality, or some other reality, uh, and then they start back up. Uh, and then some some other people are just like all over the place. You know, there's no, um, there's no key or anything. They're just random. They come in and out. So, uh, who are we when we die? Do we return to a neutral spirit identity? No, we never do. Okay, so who are we when we die? Uh, we come back into our original state. Right? Uh, that's what's supposed to happen. Okay? Sadly to say, in today's society, especially in the U.S., uh, the way the, the medical society is, is that, um, um, is that we're so drugged up. Right? Uh, not sure why they do this. Uh, but we're so, so drugged up that literally your spirit says, uh, I'm out of here before you physically die. So physically, uh, again, you're living, um, but you're out. Your spirit's gone. It's just a matter of time. It's kind of like cutting a fish's head. Right? The body still flops around, right? But again, head's gone. So same thing here. Sad thing about that is that you're not awakened as you cross over, especially if you've been drugged up, right? Uh, the sad thing, uh, again, is that those last bits, that last moment, basically when you decide to leave uh, your physical form, and that's what gets uh, ingrained in you. Right? That's what gets a time stamped in your memory, and then you operate off that memory. Right? You never say clean up, right? Uh, a lot of those people uh, kind of stay, say, in that purgatory realm, right? They never really, they never really say cross over into, say, having their parents or loved ones, uh, you know, uh, meet them. They just like hang out. They just kind of float around, uh, and it really creates say, a lot of heaviness. If you go to Hawaii or say other countries where they have cultures of holding on to their dead, as you uh, awaken and sense. Say dead people, you can see just like a thickness, just like fog, uh, over places like that. No matter how beautiful it is, right? So, uh, the land is there's still say a deadness or a thickness there. Uh, sadly to say, 
And that deadness or thickness accounts for uh, the abuse, the drug addictions, alcoholism, uh, the, uh, women getting abused, raped, and so on like that, that you don't hear uh, on, well, specifically on the Big Island or Honolulu or um, so. Uh, they keep it out of the news, but that's why. So is there a process that we go through? Uh, so uh, when we die, let's see, let's so go through spirit. Okay, here we go. So um, who are we when we die? Uh, again, most of us, uh, if we're not awakened, and that's why the Egyptians, the Tibetans, uh, the other Islam, they, 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 they prepare you. At least say they'd prepare you after you die, right? Uh, but in some cultures, they really prepare you during that process, right? They even prepare you as a child, from what I'm seeing, uh, about death. They make you understand, understand death, because death can happen at any time. So you're always prepared, you're always knowing that this life is momentary. And then whenever you cross over, whether you know, you're young or old, uh, it's so ingrained in you. That you go, oh, this was a learning experience. This is an awakening experience, basically. And then you cross over. So it's really dependent on how awakened you are. Okay. So just as this is a a, a, a rule of thumb. Okay. Uh, depending on how awakened you are. So if you think that uh, if you're so stuck in your reality in this realm, okay, well, that's the that's the way you live on the other side. For the most part. Okay. So when we die, what exactly reincarnates? Okay. Reincarnation is actually the process of coming back into a human form or physical form. Okay. So it's your spirit that would reincarnate or recreate, basically. Uh, the body, emotions, memories, beliefs are just the frequencies collected over lifetimes. Uh, again, uh, it is um, nothing like that at all. The body doesn't reincarnate memories. Uh, yes, right. It depends on again how awakened you are, on what you've taken uh, away from this reality, on the other side, to the other side, and that's what reincarnates. Say, for example, and this has happened to people. Uh, say, for example, especially like um, World War Two and so on. You know, I see people like that. Um, they've reincarnated so what happens is that they say dream of uh they dream of war they dream of death the deep dream of you know being shot down whatever it is those are really memories from the past that's coming through you know you i, I help them release those memories uh and then they don't have any of those memories or dreams uh, anymore so. uh, there's people actually who have say solved crime scenes who've reincarnated and they start to remember dreams of who they were in the past, how they died and they can uh, give you the say exact addresses where they hit the gun, whatever it is, uh, however it is that they died. Right? That's not supposed to happen actually. Okay? Uh, however, you know, as they crossed over, they kept that memory alive and crossed back that memory is still there. Okay. That veil, that uh, that say 
disconnects us or it's those memories are always say, in our DNA, but there's just a layer there that we can't or shouldn't be able to access from lifetime to lifetime. Okay? Maybe someday we can, so we can keep expanding without, say, dying and then going through this process. Um, but again, that veil thins out sometimes or errors out, whatever you want to call it, and then they can remember through dream states and so on. Okay? But there still is a residue. And that's why we live the life that we do, because we're not completely awakened beings. Uh, who are we when we die? Well, you become basically uh, the same person you are here, right? For the most individual, because they're not awakened, right? Uh, or the people I work on, basically, right? Uh, so uh, most individuals, again, uh, they are of... Fear awakened to a level, you are basically a higher form of the person who you are. Okay? Same type of personality without, say, the knowledge or without, you know, the emotions uh, of, of uh, um, well, basically the emotion up there is just love and grandness. Right? You don't have other emotions, so so you so you so you forgive so to speak, uh, everything else and anyone else. You see, you see the issues or the um, uh, shortcomings of people from a higher perspective, right? And that's why you can say love and forgive at a much omnipresent, right, or godlike state. So, uh, and then it breaks down, you know, all the way to, say, the other extreme is uh, people who who've committed suicide, uh, they stay in that stress state on the other side, and they never get out of it. So again, it depends on on, on how awakened you are. Okay? Do we return to a neutral spirit identity? Uh, no, not really. Again, some do, some don't. Uh, and by neutral, you never go back to your neutral identity. You never can. Okay? Uh, you can never go back to the way it was because you're always expanding, you're always learning. Even if you think you're not. Uh, do we regain the omnipresent knowledge that we lost when we returned to human form? Uh, do we regain the omnipresent knowledge that we lose? Yes. Uh, you do if you are an awakened being. Okay. Uh, sadly to say, religion, spiritual movements, things like that, uh, isn't an indicator. It doesn't matter how good you are, how bad you are, how religious you are, how spiritual you are, uh, how rich you are. Um, nothing matters like that. Okay? Okay? Because nothing, nothing like that, nothing physical, is indicative of you being awakened on the other side. The only thing that's indicative is as you awaken or as you realize who you truly are before you cross over. Right? Uh, and again, in all the religious books, they always say, no matter what, well, the three or four main religions, well, they talk about your last breath. Right? Uh, if you submit your will, basically become so present of knowing who you are. And sometimes when you're that uh, close to death, you can awaken quite fast, by the way. Right? It only takes a split second. Uh, it's happened to people. Um, as I worked on them, it takes a split second and their whole universe just changes, their whole identity just changes. 
um, and then they cross over. So those people are basically not forgiven because there's nobody to forgive you. Right? Uh, it's just you, but you just remember who you are, and then again they say that it's you're forgiven. Uh, by the way, that question, do we regain the omnipresent knowledge that we lose when we return to human form, the process of what we do here for you is basically to regain that omnipresent knowledge while you're here. You don't have to lose it. That's the key. Uh, and again, to put it shortly, uh, is that you are in physical form and you understand that omnipresent being that you are. How good would that be? Thanks for listening to Exponential Intelligence, Episode 98, Death, the Awakening. As a reminder, this has been an excerpt from a longer EI Mastery recording uh, with over an hour of additional content. To download it, please visit masajati.com. That's M-A-S-S-A-J-A-D-Y.com. Until next time, notice what you notice.